Hello, today is Friday, September the 10th, and you're listening to the Greens Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Four Greens. I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And Mr. Ed Michaels. Good afternoon. I guess it's afternoon when we're recording this, eh? Absolutely. So, it's been a busy week around here. Uh, we had the monthly WASDE report come out today at noon. What's going on, Jeff? Yeah, so that's the USDA releases these reports every month. But uh, I think before we get into the the WASDE report, the Stats Canada released some uh, wheat numbers earlier this week, which was very bearish for the market. They increased the Canadian stocks of wheat as of the end of July, and that actually the wheat market really pulled back based on the increased Canadian stocks. Even though we all know that Canadian stocks, the production numbers are down big time for this year. Out west, all the reports of the, the, the dry weather and the wheat crop is, what's it cut by this year, Ed? Like a third to a half, I think? 30%. Yeah, so about a third it's cut back by. But the market still traded down. It traded down the one day and then it was talking about this and then it traded down the next day and it said still it was the fallout but it, it was just that the it was like the wheat market was ready to come down some more it mm. had gone so high so fast so it used that little bit of information to trade down which was i found it somewhat interesting how much it pulled the market down but it's interesting too because we've talked about this before and canada's one of what seven or eight countries major wheat production countries that are that are short on their production this year. Well, it's uh, Russia is the largest exporter of wheat in the world. Their production is down, I don't know what the numbers are, 20 or 25% this year. But I heard a market analyst say today their production would be now need to be down about 50% before would, the wheat market would take off. So it's uh, wheat is grown all around the world. It's combined, what, 10 or 11 months of the year, Ed, around the world? All the time, and uh, China actually raised their numbers. China raised their numbers, but China is not exporting anything. They're uh, they're keeping it for domestic consumption, and that's one of the big things in the. But China has been known to jump into the market, corn, soybeans, or wheat. Well, corn or wheat, maybe more so wheat, and all of a sudden become an exporter, and it just throws everything for a loop. But anyhow, the WASDE report today, big news in the WASDE report. Uh, Corn acres were up six or seven hundred thousand. Soybean acres minimally changed. Wheat acres, I think, were unchanged. But those numbers were, how were they compared to what the market was looking for? They're actually a little bit lower than what the market predicted. So they increased them, but the market was looking for them to increase. Market was looking for twice as much more, Mm -hmm. or a plus. And the so we have the, the acres that way. The corn yield was up by 1.7 bushels. Again, less than what the market was looking for. Soybean production up by 0.2 bushels of an acre, up to 50.2 bushels average. And that was less than the market was looking for. But even with the increased acres, increased production leads to more total production, leads to increased stocks. They did tweak the export numbers and stuff a little bit on the corn and soybean balance sheets. But there, you would think this should pull prices down. There's more production. But again, what did you already say, Ed? 
This is less than what the market was looking for. Yeah, we're still going to be relatively tight on corn stocks and uh, soybean stocks at the end of the year in the U.S. But in the short term today, instead of prices going down, prices came up. Corn ended up uh, up 7.5 cents today. Soybeans, a strong 16 cents because they were looking for a lot more production. And remember the, the fundamentals, as Ed just talked about, we're going to be tight supplies. The, fund, the world fundamentals are that both these crops, the, the demand side looks good, especially from China, even though China's, as I've written about this week, they're behind in their purchases compared to last year. And they're reporting, which you never know how to believe news coming out of China, they're reporting a record crop, corn crop, right? So Yeah, corn prices have, soybean prices going up in China, corn prices going down. Yeah. And they've been pretty absent from the corn purchase market, but we know they still need them to feed everything. So it's uh, lots of numbers out there for the market to, to digest over the next few days. Uh, harvest is starting in the southern states. Jeez, uh, what about harvest up here? When's, uh, when do we think soybeans harvest? It's September 10th. Beans are turning. When's it going to start? I'm saying September 20th. That's two Mondays from now, Dolores. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I'm thinking the last week of September. So that's the September 27th. Uh, I think Edward might, I think we'll see beans in the elevator that week of the 20th. I don't know, maybe we should uh, have a little prize for the first load of dry beans. Beans trade at uh, 13%. The uh, So the first load of dry beans that come in. Should we so should what get are something they going to get, Jeff? Uh, we'll give them some nice uh, North Bore grain gear. We'll find something there in the stockpile. So the hopefully stockpile. the big kahuna is okay with that one. So <laughs> anyhow, it's, uh, you know, it's that time of year for... Uh, for some of the farmers, this isn't really related to the grain elevator, but maybe some pre-harvest roundup in some uh, bean fields to control some weeds. Yeah. Uh, you know, those things happen. Uh, the market, we haven't really talked about the overall on the market. So the overall, the markets have been down this week. We've been down the last few weeks. What the, we've given up, what, in the last three weeks, Ed? Like $30 in corn and soybeans? Yeah, wheat, you've given up about $20. 15 to 20 dollars so but it's, the price you know what the price for spring wheat it's around 380 dollars with uh, 12 and a half percent protein still a pretty good number oh i feel like i i've had this conversation with a lot of growers and they're like oh man i the price is down but then then they then they turn around and say you know but i really can't complain about the price because look at it compared to last year it's still a phenomenal price so we have some customers have their wheat targeted in at $400. Uh, what do you think, Ed? Is that, a, is that a good target to leave in there? Or should they be cashing it in? I'd probably cash in half of it and then let the other half roll if they want to do something. Great good. way to walk that fence, Ed. Great way to walk that fence. Speaking about wheat, we got some news this week uh, regarding shipments of wheat. What was that? Port of Johnstown, as of the September 17th, which is next Friday, uh, they're not going to receive wheat after that date. So if you have anything to deliver, you should be doing it before next Friday. Yeah, if anybody wants to make some uh, wheat sales right now, it's uh, for the next few months, probably should uh, get them done. The The end users are pretty booked up uh, for direct shipment, so you got to get them to off-farm to create some 
your own storage space, give us a call. We can uh, can work it in, mm-hmm. and that uh, should be no problem with that. So I overall, it's been a down week. It's been a down month in the markets. Prices are still strong. Target pricing is good. The markets right now is, we already talked about this a little bit, has been pulling back, looking for any reason to pull back. We need something to turn it around. Any idea what could turn it around, people? What's going to, what could drive the market, drive prices back higher right now? China. China. What could China do, Ed, to drive prices back up? They could start buying. They've got a big book. They they started buying a little bit of soybeans, but they need we need them to jump back into that corn market, get more aggressive in the soybean market. Like uh, so, the Chinese uh, premier and uh, Biden in the states they had a big phone conversation the other day, a ninety minute conversation. That was it positive or was it negative? Read it, whoever you want. At least they talked. That was the first time since February or something they've talked. Hopefully they can kiss and make up and get back in the marketplace. Well, they are buying beans. You know, they're absent on the corn market, but they are buying beans. They're they're buying beans, but but they're behind last year's pace. Yeah. Significantly behind. Anyhow, that's, I think, keep your eye on the markets, people. Don't let all these good prices go by. Had a good customer phone in today, booked in soybeans for this fall, and he just said, I need to get, I need to sell some more. And he wasn't going to watch price go any farther. And I said, I agreed with him. It's still a great yeah. price. So, yeah, And it's done. a good idea to look at your marketing plan before we get too busy in the harvest here. So, Big time. Big, big time. time. For this year and for next year. Yeah, you should be looking at next year and seeing what prices are and maybe booking a little bit if you're comfortable. Wheat and soybeans still look really attractive. And I, the corn prices historically still really strong for next year too. So... I think that's all I have to say for this year, for this week, Dolores. Same for me. Have a great weekend, guys. Have fun. We'll talk to everybody next week. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.